Hey guys, welcome back to the Starring Milana podcast. This is season four, episode 15. I can't believe we're on episode 15. I think it's time to end the season. I've had enough. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I'm like, when, is, when are you going to stop? This is a good amount of episodes. Maybe like a couple more. I think this is the long, longest season you've had. No, I've had like, an, I was, I've been in the 20s. Really? Yeah. Like season one? Probably. But it wasn't like Season consistent or, every week like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely skip some time. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I love you guys, but at some point I'm going to need just a teeny break. Like maybe after Easter. Maybe Easter will be my break. Let mm-hmm. me think about it. Um, Because I'm just like going and not really thinking about it. I'm just like going, going, going. And I don't like moving like that. Like we got to, I got to like regroup. I have to regroup after every season. And I'm like, I can't regroup until the season ends. And like, when's it going to end? you know but i won't take a long hiatus last time i took a long hiatus i think it was from like may to what november oh yeah it was it was yeah it was the last week of may or the first week of june all the way until november yeah i mean that's like three months yeah four months shorter than that yeah yeah it has to be shorter than that you know i'm gonna lose my people's (laughs) your viewers they're gonna find some other listeners some other podcasts to go listen to um anyway welcome if you're new here thank you for listening happy hashtag milana monday we're here every single monday um we have three segments here the first one is called bts where we recap my past week the second segment is called talk worthy where we pick a few things going on in the media and try to offer a new or different perspective and the third segment is called dropping gems where we pick a topic of the week and we drop a few gems the person that you hear on the other mic is my friend and co-producer lena noraldine or how i would like to call her lene Hi. Hi. Um, and we want to give a shout out to our friend Yasmin who told Lena to tell me because she's not bold enough to tell me herself <laughs> to stop touching my hair because I have a I have a really bad habit of touching my hair. Yeah, well, because she watches on YouTube and she's like, tell her to stop touching her hair. Like, she looks good. It's a um, weird habit. It's like, yeah. it feels like it's out of it's place. Like, yeah. Because, oh, this is what she, she also, she gave actually a further recommendation oh, God. to give you like, you know how we used to do, or like we do when we do, like we do know our notebook stuff is like a mirror so you can see yourself because it's like, you don't know if your hair is out of place or, yeah, it's like, okay, so or you, like another monitor. She's like, do you guys have a monitor? I was like, yeah, we do, but she can't see it. Like the lights are blocking it. Yeah. Um, so she's like, oh, get another monitor, give her like a mirror so she can see herself. Yeah. Guys, we have a, mo- we have a monitor, but it's blocked by one of these big ass like lights and so I can see her, but she can't see herself. Yeah, Lena can see me, but Lena like is paying attention to the words and not really necessarily me sometimes. Because I no, mean, I tell sometimes, you which I be having a hair like here. Sometimes I like a hair. tell you about those. I was editing hairs. the episode with Treasure last week, and yeah, I had I a hair like here. I told you about that piece no, of hair. Mm-hmm. No, if you would have told me about that piece of hair, that piece of hair would have made it to the video. Okay, let me be clear. But it's okay. It's not your fault. You have a lot. You're looking at Treasure. You're looking at the lights. You're looking at the you're like, can I hear with these headphones? I can't hear anything. Like, is the audio even recording? <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, you know how we said we, like, say our prayers before we start the podcast? So today we're, like, praying and, and like, Lena's like, like, please give us, like, what did you say? Like, please, like, rid us of our anxiety yeah, and for like, the future. And something about our strength tra- and patience. No, why we're so tired. Oh, please, like, yeah, like, please tell us why we're so tired. Why are we so tired? And I realized I've, oh, I've been this tired only since COVID. Like before I was moving and moving and like doing things in a busybody throughout mm-hmm. my life. And so I wasn't as tired. But after COVID and spending so much time Maybe home, it's like being mentally exhausted that like you get physically exhausted. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm speaking for myself as well. Is that how you feel? Yeah. I mean, you saw me, but also I need food to function. If like, I mean, I know everybody oh, needs yeah, food like to function. Yeah, like that hangry shit is real. Well, I'm yeah. hangry. You're just like, don't talk to me. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. My sister says I'm hangry too, but yeah. like. But you're not I, rude. I feel like I could be rude. No, I'm j- like, I just can't. Like, I'm so like, I have such a short fuse. Like, I have no patience. Like, if I don't have food in my system, I'm like useless. So like, when I came here, I didn't eat. And I was like, I need to eat. I need to eat. I'm so hungry. So I ordered tacos. It's like my go-to thing to order at Milana's house. And then I, she literally told me like, go eat in the kitchen and I'm going to like start setting up or whatever. So I ate in the kitchen and I was like, after I ate, I was like, wow, I feel so much better. Like, I'm glad you feel better. I feel tired after I eat. Speaking of eating, you know, let's just get into BTS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so first of all, like it's like same shit, different, like exact same shit, exact same shit, different week. Like every week I eat something that like, why did I eat that? But like, I already talked about this meal before Popeye's right. Like popcorn shrimp. Cajun fries, ranch, buffalo sauce. Usually comes with a biscuit. Ooh. I couldn't eat the biscuit. Oh, yeah. Because I gave up bread for Lent. And I'm like, when is Lent over? 
I don't know. Because I feel like I can't have a burger. Yeah. I can't. There's so much I can't eat. Yeah, you can't eat pita bread. I keep thinking like, about pizza. Like, I went to a restaurant oh, the yeah. other day. Everyone's, like, ordering pizza because, like, this oh, place has yeah. great. Like, and I'm just like, like, what am I going to eat? Do, would you eat, like, f- corn tortillas? Yeah. Okay. Tortillas I'm not as, like, crazy about. Like, tortillas aren't really, like, that. It's, like, really just bread, you know? Yeah. Anyway, it's almost over. I think it's I over. Was, she was going to order like a bean and cheese burrito one day, but then she opted for like a salad. A bowl. Oh, yeah, like a Chipotle salad bowl. Oh, it's another trash thing I ate this week. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I guess it's not bad, but Chipotle is like not great. It's not like you don't feel great when you eat it, but like it's not like there was like bad ingredients and yeah, like so unhealthy like, or fattening foods yeah in there. so me as a pescatarian what i get from there and i know they have like a vegetarian option but i never get that meat i don't know what the hell it is and like i really don't trust their oils so like yeah. i just get rice black beans lettuce tomato corn light sour cream light cheese light hot sauce and guacamole mm-hmm. and with chips obviously because like you gotta scoop up the food it's like the best part honestly like yeah you always do that i, I never know. do that it's I really just a, eat the chips and the guacamole together oh no yeah can you separate your foods? yeah yeah <laughs> lena separates her foods like, like i eat one like like she'll eat an entire burger and then eat the fries yeah and you're like yeah fuck? Like, the point is, like, you're eating the burger with the fries. It's, like, yeah. a combination. Like or, like, if it's, like, chicken, rice, and eggplant. Like, that's usually what I make. Or steak, That's sorry. so bland. Like, you eat the steak. Well, well, I eat the rice and the um, eggplant together, but I eat the steak, like, mm. on its own. That makes sense. I don't sense. know why I said chicken. I don't make chicken. Yeah. It's yeah. very rare that I make chicken. Like, once every three months. Hmm. Chicken is a little sus. Chicken is sus. And we've talked about it before. Yeah. And I don't chicken kitchen i don't yeah i'm okay um you know what i'll say this week twice is pokey tomic yeah i mean i know i was on the phone with you yesterday yeah so it's this like pokey place where they can do like taco pokey taco and burritos are really good but they also have this thing where you can do an outside crunch of like hot cheetos and like cheeto crumbs so like when they roll it is that they, what you ate yesterday yeah when they roll That's it why cause they have they have hurt. like a whole they have a, a, not really because not actually not that many hot cheetos like only a couple hot cheetos because it's mashed like they it's like crumbs it's hot I'm cheeto sorry, crumbs Moana. you ate something with hot cheetos and pokey it's so good i'm telling you don't knock it till oh you try God. it i'm gonna show it to you you're gonna be like okay i get it like it's, i mean it's a thing it's a whole thing that's really interesting it's so Just fucking stick with good. the pokey cafe I know. In your bowls. I do love that place. Like, I'm like, am I ever going to be skinny? Like, no. The answer is like, no. It's really hard. It's really hard. And like, how am I going to lose weight? It's just like, I keep eating shit and I keep working out. I'm just like now maintaining the the, the thing that's there. Like, I work out six days a week at least, okay? Yeah, I don't understand what's happening. Six days a week, guys. Six to seven days a week, I work out. Lena works out. We are doing cardio, like intense cardio, hit training, like at least five to six days a week and the no sorry at least three to four days a week and then we do the training like the weight training or whatever with our trainer and it's like hello and like i feel maybe right now i'm talking shit because i'm on my period and you gain yeah, weight no, when you're the, no, your period I, honestly i have major body dysmorphia on my period i can major ne- no because i literally you know this happens yeah. like every week yeah and i every, every month. sorry yeah, yeah every month and every time like mm-hmm. every week like because it for me it starts like a little bit before i actually get my period and then it's like during it and i'm just like am i do i look like this is this like real right is this and, what like, i look like and this i'm like my stomach looks I'm like, like this is not all because of my period there's no way and yeah. i I psych myself out every time it's not like oh you'd get used to it by now like yeah. every time it like is a mind fuck i'm like is this really like what i look and like? and then you get off of it and you're skinny again yeah but like like, oh. but like the week leading up to your period yeah. then the week of your period it's like i told two you two weeks out of the month and you're sitting there thinking to yourself like half of the month yeah i am fat yeah <laughs> the other half i am skinny like if somebody asked me like if you met me in the first half of the month versus the second half of the month like i look like a different person it's, it's so like unfair. what do you really like, look I like cry i like, know two weeks out Why? of the whole month on top of that it hurts yeah on top of that it's gross like it's just so many like why do we have to suffer this much like no it's really two weeks and i think about that i'm like wow so half the month yeah just like half the month you're fucked yeah so like thanks aunt Flo. yeah that's crazy yeah dumb hoe you know it's like oh that rhymed (laughs) one step closer to joining burning oh my god (laughs) okay anyway so yeah that's my food journey la is semi-open guys restaurants are at 25 percent capacity inside inside yeah. um gyms are at 10 percent. movie theaters are 25 percent. it's like we're getting there like it's it's 
starting to feel a little normal. More people are getting the vaccine. Less people are in the hospitals, so that's good. Lena and I are still very low on the vaccine yeah. list of people. Um, everybody we'll just get be getting them. My friend, one of my really good friends, just got it today. No, uh, yeah, like everybody's getting them. Everyone's and, like, getting them, and they they're like going through loopholes to get them. Like mm-hmm. I was like, damn, you guys are eager, like eager to get it. You're yeah. not even waiting till your turn. Like you're yeah. finding loopholes or like connections to get them like yeah. early. Oh no, I'm, I'm gonna like, wait till my turn. I'm yeah. gonna wait till the very end. We're gonna see. I'm gonna wait till they tell me I can't go see the weekend. I'm gonna just oh wait. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. wait until they're like, you don't got the vaccine, you can't see the weekend. I'm like shoot them up, <laughs> <laughs> shoot them both arms right now. Should have at the same time. You're so put it stupid. on the passport. I just want to see yeah, the weekend. I want to go somewhere. Oh my god. Uh, I, yeah, because he can't. He canceled his tour. I know. Oh, I told. Did I tell you? I heard it on the radio that they were like, "Oh, the weekend's going on tour." I think it was. Was it? Was it the end of this year? Like twenty. He was supposed to go in August. It was August. Yeah, exactly. Twenty twenty. 2020 yeah it was august 2020 no, but then i heard they that, canceled yeah. it oh starting again yeah so they said he was gonna go at 2021 and i was like are they gonna even like allow concerts like how is he gonna do these concerts by I then feel like they maybe are outside like the rose bowl like where they separate if, if football is happening i heard um i was listening to the radio too and they were saying like coachella is not gonna happen till next year like that makes sense yeah. i mean it's already april yeah and like um and Coachella's too much. Yeah. So like it's it's hard to control Coachella. Like yeah. you can do like a Rose Bowl. Yeah, like situation, a concert. Yeah. But like a concert outside like that, you mm-hmm. can control. Like it's easier for them to be able to control because there's bleachers, you can space out people's seating, whatever. Yeah. Coachella's a fucking cluster Yeah, they, It's like the, a yeah, it's a festival. Yeah, it's and like, the yeah. and the amount of people you would have to get to monitor that is like they're not gonna have money for that. Yeah. So uh The Bachelor. I, I've been watching Housewives and there's not really been too much going on that I really need to talk about but the bachelor is over finally i have to say did he choose your girl yes oh but well it's it's like it's not like i want i know it's not like it's not like he's my man um i have to say i don't know if i'm going to commit to another season wow that's big for you. So there's two. It's not that big for me, girl. I never watched a season before in my life. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so well, you first, love this, reality this is my, TV. This is my second one. I watched mm-hmm. Tasha because of our friend Easy, mm-hmm. and then and then this one. So here's the thing. Okay, so they picked two bachelorettes for. They announced the two bachelorettes for next season, but they didn't. They're not at the same time. They just said one is gonna. I don't know if they're gonna go two women back to back or what. But they announced two women. One, I'm like honestly not interested in at all. Like I like I think they were just. They were just desperate, and this is the one they chose. The second one, um, she was the second runner-up. Like it was, she was the first runner-up. So it was like her. It was between her and Rachel, and her I like. So like her season, I actually might watch. Um, hers is gonna come later. Hers is gonna come like towards the end of the year. Um, so that's fine. But yeah. So basically, what happens is he has these two women, and he's like happy about both of them but like clearly he's like more in love with Rachel like he's she's again she's the only one he said like I'm in love with you back the one that I told you that Mm -hmm. I see the spark or whatever so this is the week where the final week where he proposes right he's supposed to propose and he also they also meet his mom um and so they meet his mom then his mom says his mom loves both of them his mom sits down and talks to him and then she tells him basically like you look very in love and you're happy, but like love is not enough in marriage. And I was just like, oh, like that struck me, which is like honestly like a dropping gem segment in its own. Like, yeah, I, I don't like that. Yeah, but. I don't like that either because it's very like coming from like a very negative place. But that's her experience with his dad. So like they were in love, uh-huh. whatever. But like his dad wasn't ready to be a husband or ready to like commit like that. So uh-huh. like in her mind, like love is not enough. But I'm like, but. I don't know if that's like real love, what you're talking about, mm-hmm. like what the, what your experience was what with him. You, yeah. I'm not sure that that was real love because I do want to believe that like love really is enough and it will conquer all. Like, and I, I really do believe that. And I know there's like, there's other parts of a person. I just feel like the opposite and, is like, oh, if you choose someone that's good for you or like stable or is ready right or these things on your checklist but not like the love part then it's like that you have also have a problem yeah you also have a problem yeah so like i don't know i i I guess like i'm somewhere in between with that but so she gives him she says this to him and he starts freaking out because he's like already has like these you know like these like um abandonment issues because of his dad he's like feeling all this stuff so he's like i don't think i'm ready i don't think i'm ready like the second half of the episode is two hours like the last one hour is like him crying this one crying that one crying he doesn't know what he wants to do like i'm like oh my god like this really could have just been like cut like halfway but Mm -hmm. anyway so finally he picks rachel but he doesn't propose he's like i'm not ready to propose to you because the the bachelor like you're supposed to propose Mm -hmm. 
I was going to ask that. I was like, it's kind of forced to like force them to propose. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. But that's like the I'm, point of the show. Yeah. So. He I'm just, glad he didn't. Yeah. He's like, I'm not ready to propose, but I do want to like date outside of this. Like I want to mm-hmm. be with you. Like, I, you know, whatever. I want to work towards that. And she's like, okay. So like they're so in love. They're so happy. Whatever. Right. So after the, the sh- you know, there's a time period after they stop filming and when they start releasing because they need to edit. So during that time period, they're dating, they're in love, they're like living their life privately, right? Like they're like in a great place. Then the show starts airing and about a month ago, so this, I think they probably finished filming, I don't know, like November maybe, I don't really know why. They, 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 the show stops filming and uh, it starts airing and all this stuff starts coming out about her. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And the, and the, like, the antebellum parties and, like, these dresses or whatever. And I guess initially... Wait, what dresses? So, like, so this, uh, it's, it's like you wear this dress at oh, this party. It's, it's like okay. a theme. It's like okay. a fucking, honestly, like a Halloween theme at this point. Like, I can't believe they're still having these parties, but that's beyond me. Anyway, so this stuff starts coming out about her. And so The Bachelor was a two-hour finale. After that, there was a one-hour, like... Basically, like a reunion, mm-hmm. um, and it was it's called like after the final rose or whatever. So you sit down and you talk. So they both saw each other because they they announced that they actually have broken up. They're no longer together. So and they when do they do after the final rose? They film it like maybe they filmed it probably two weeks ago. Oh, okay, but they edit it whatever, so it mm-hmm. comes out you know now mm-hmm. it comes out right after the finale, same day. Okay, so it comes out and um you know they're 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 together and they announced that they actually broke up. Um, and they broke up because when all this stuff started coming out about like what like her you know her past, the um, he initially was like trying to be there for her to make sure she's like getting through it. And then when he realized that like oh I don't think she understands what it means for me to be like a black man like mm-hmm. she doesn't Get it. understand it because. At first, when all this started coming out, she's like, I don't really, like, get, like, I'm not racist. Like, she knows she's not racist. But she didn't see what was wrong with it. Yeah, like, like I, I don't know. I don't, they didn't talk too much about that. I think she knew that it was wrong in a way, but she was like, but why are people saying that I'm racist? You know what I mean? Like, I think there was a part mm-hmm. that wasn't there, like, connecting for her in the beginning. Um, and I think he was like, oh, fuck. Like, this person is not going to understand, like, my blackness. Mm-hmm. Like me being black, yeah. like that this part of it, she's not gonna get it. She doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. So they broke up. She's devastated. Like she was like you can see it on this show, on this I reunion. I think that's really important though. It like is first like a hundred percent. And like just understand or like have an idea of like what it what what it is that a black man goes through in mm-hmm. his daily life, mm-hmm. like in small encounters, big things, small things. Like if you don't have that in your mind or you don't get that, like that's going to be a big problem. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I don't, they didn't really say if it's like a permanent breakup or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, right now we're not together. I want her to take the time to do the work she needs to do, which yeah. is like great. Like agreed. And maybe they'll work their way back. It's it's very clear that they had like a very strong love, but mm-hmm. like maybe his mom was saying love is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are a lot of you know? other factors to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wonder what she meant by that specifically. About what? Like love is lo- not enough. Oh, like, his mom. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Then what is she? What did she want him to take into account that she feels like he wasn't taking into account? I I don't know. I think yeah. maybe like what is it going to be like outside of here? How is this person going to be mm-hmm. as like a mother? How is this person going to be as yeah, a wife? I mean, like all of these questions. So yeah, so that's really interesting. I mean, I'm. I'm good on The Bachelor. I think it needs to be reworked. Mm-hmm. I think, mind you, I'm not like an experienced Bachelor viewer, but yeah. the last two seasons that I saw, like some of the dates are so like silly and like some are really inappropriate. There was this like yoga date where it was like, they were like doing the poses with each other. It's called something. It starts with an A, like atrium yoga or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just very inappropriate and uncomfortable to, for me to watch as a viewer and for the girl to participate in. She was just like, I didn't like that at all. Like She said that? Yeah. Wow. She was like, I didn't like that. So like, like there's some dates that like they need I mean, to figure out. I think like, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's outdated mm-hmm. and cheesy. Like even when Easy was doing, like they were fighting in that ring, like, the they're men. still doing that but they're doing that with the women too like boxing matches like yeah why are we boxing like like can we make this like appealing and mature yeah. where i can see myself in these situations like dates where like yeah like horseback riding or like 
going on a hike or yeah, going to dinner or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are these random? Like, it's so stupid. Like, they definitely need to change that. Yeah. So because like I would watch if I feel like I was gonna learn something yeah. from like how people are dating. Like, what are they talking about? Like to get to know each other and That's build towards this thing. Like, I would watch it because that would be valuable to me. But like when I was watching, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of it is like silly. Yeah. It's silly. So I think the dates like are a little outdated. I think that like. So, I don't know, like, the fact that, like, it's still weird to me that, like, after 25 years, you had the first Black Bachelor. Like, I'm just, like, bro. Wait, I saw something. Is there, like, a, a Black host now? Like, there was a Black host hosting So, you know, the, all the drama with Chris Harrison, which who's been the host since the beginning, because he went on this uh, podcast basically defending this Rachel girl girl's mm. actions where it's like yeah like you could have defended her but like in a different way and also said like where she can like learn and where mm-hmm. she could grow and like he didn't really do that so he got a lot of heat oh. for it people got super mad so for the final rose they they switched him out with someone he's a uh he's a i think he's an ex-nfl player um but he's a um, anchor for fox mm. So he did that, and then now for uh, The Bachelorette, they're going to have two hosts. So they're going to do Tasha Adams, which was on... Mm. She was the one from The Bachelorette with Easy. Oh, okay. And then um, this other one. I don't remember her name. So they're going to have two female hosts. Anyway, so we'll see. I'll I'll figure out if I want to watch any more of it. I'm still watching Housewives. Um, not much to recap there, but yeah, I haven't watched anything new. I'm almost done with my book. Can't wait to talk about it. And I think, I think, I think we're going to read Obama's book next. Oh my God. It's 700 pages. It's a commitment. Yeah, that's a lot. It's, it's a like, fucking, okay, Mr. Obama. I, know. I love you, but like, that's it a lot. It better be good because it's like double Michelle's book pages. Hers was 300 something. So anyway, if you guys are interested in reading, DM me. We can read Obama's book together. We're, you know, in this digital book club ladies only sorry fellas you can join in um just dm me on instagram okay i think we're ready for talk worthy mm-hmm. so the first thing i want to talk about is this um i'm gonna butcher his name brandon bulware i don't know brandon bulware um so this is the gentleman that was uh whose video went viral during a hearing in missouri where he talked about um i guess they were trying to change the language um Sorry, they're trying to change the law in Missouri where uh, they want to specify that transgender um, people cannot play. They have to play in the sport. Um, they have to play on the team sport by the sex or the gender that they were born in. So basically, if you are a boy, a boy, and you um, have transitioned to being a, a girl, you have to still play on a what's considered a boys team you cannot participate in the girl slash female sports teams so i guess that's what's going on in missouri right now and there's a hearing about it in the community and this gentleman who is an attorney um and he lives in the state of missouri went um to this hearing and he basically gave a speech about his experience with his transgender daughter who was his son so he it's one of his four children and um Alina sent it to me. We saw it because it was on Dwayne Wade's Instagram mm-hmm. page. He shared it. He was, you know, praising him. So this gentleman, Brandon, basically in this hearing just talked about how um, how his daughter was so unhappy um, in her life. And she, you know, never smiled. She had no motivation. And because, you know, she kept asking her parents, like, can I grow out my hair? I want to grow out my hair. I want to wear these clothes. Like, this is how I feel. This is how I feel. And they were like, no, 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 no. Like, you can't. Like, you're a boy or whatever the case is. And then finally one day they were just like, you know, do what you want to do. And when that day happened, he said that it was the first time that he saw his child smile. Um, and, And also, like, he was talking about, like, her having confidence. Yeah. um, Which was, like, really important. And he was, like, talking about the reason why he was not letting her be who she is um, was because he was trying to protect her and protect her siblings for them to be teased at school. And then he mentioned and he admitted, which I thought was very, like, admirable of him, that he was trying to protect himself. Mm -hmm. And then he... So he was basically, like, saying, like, she was smiling and then also the importance of, like, giving your children like confidence and like letting them be who they are if that's where they find like their confidence yeah he said like up until that point he was silencing his child's like spirit Mm -hmm. and that was like whoa yeah it was really strong yeah like i really liked like he was very articulate yeah it was like 
moving the way he was telling the story. Yeah, and this like this law or this whatever they're trying to put into place, like that's a whole different ball game and story of its own. There's a lot of people who are against it. There's a lot of people who are for it, um, for whatever reasons that may be. Athleticism, sport, uh, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, qualifications, those kinds of things. I'm not going to talk about that part of it, but what I will say is like just me and my life, like I never can imagine myself caring about what somebody else wants to do or chooses to do, chooses to be. Like I can't imagine myself giving two fucks about my child being on a sports team and having a girl that's on the team with her who's transgender. I can give two fucks. I don't know why other people's like decisions in life choices bother and like mm-hmm. really like really really like bother and irritate people so much that they go through such extremes like you're not you don't have to agree with it you just have to just leave it alone even if you don't want to understand it like i think the the i think that like if you don't agree with something the next step is just to understand it and like leave it alone but like if you don't even want to take the time to understand someone else's like perspective point of view their decisions you don't have to but don't like include yourself in it like leave it alone and i would just wish that if everyone just fucking minded their own business as long as it's not harming anyone else in uh the process i really think we would just all be in a better fucking place like if we just stopped minding business like the 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 business of women and like their reproductive rights like if you just shut the fuck up and mind your own business and let that woman decide what she wants to do we would all just be in a better place. Like really, truly just mind your business. And I feel that way about everything in life. Unless yeah. unless you are seeing someone being harmed, unless you're seeing something that's like really bad for people, a group of people or whatever, like, yes, of course, like interject, like we all should. But if it's not harming anybody, mind your fucking business, like period. I just like don't understand. People take things so seriously because so the seriously. way I think about it is like, this is going to start at like a childhood, like teams level, yeah. like, whether it's in like middle school or high school or whatever the case may be. And it's like, you're taking this like high school sports team, like so seriously, like, like I was on a lot of sports teams in like high school and growing up and like club soccer teams. And it's like, at the end of the day, like what that's supposed to teach you is like teamwork and like unity and Mm -hmm. like by ostracizing people because you didn't agree with their decision. Like that's totally against like what the point of like what you're really supposed to learn from that experience. Like, of course you're also learning the skills of that sport and you may advance yourself to like a professional level, but like even at that point, like again, personally, like my opinion is like, it shouldn't matter. Like if someone decides to transition into a woman and they want to play on a women's team, like this, these, the amount of, of it happening isn't going to overall, in my opinion, affect the entire like league or the entire sport. It's like, let's just be like accepting and like have unity and like, like be okay with change. People are so resistant to change. And it's like, no, we can't do that. That's not right. It's like, no, like you just are not able to accept like change and you want to stay in the same place. Like that's true. And you know, the other part of this is I was thinking a lot of these people attribute a lot of these things that happen as you're going against the Bible. Mm-hmm. whether it's abortion, whether it's this, yeah. right? Whether it's, you know, uh, your sexuality, mm-hmm. who you choose to date. Um, a lot of people are like, it's wrong because the Bible says it's wrong. So like, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that it's not allowed, right? Whether it's like put into place by politics, whatever you, whatever, whatever you want to, however you want to do it. It's like a lot of that is, is, is that's how I feel like that's the excuse that people use or that's the reasoning. Right. Yeah, and but the- again, that's you. Yeah. You don't have to have an abortion yeah. if you don't want to. And you think it's wrong. You don't, you, you can do whatever you want to do and believe you don't have to put your beliefs on other people. And that's the difference. It's like, you can believe it's wrong, but you can let other people live their life and choose. And and if, if they even care about that, if they even believe in those things, like yeah, that's people for believe them. different things. Exactly. And like you can't enforce your beliefs on someone else. And yeah. Like people try to do that all the time. All the time. Um, he like, uh, uh, was he a Senator? No, he's uh, like a lawyer. He's like, it was just a hearing and he was like giving his opinion. I don't think he's a Senator. Oh, I thought he was like in, in politics. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Um, anyways, he mentioned that he, um, 
that he's Christian and he's like, my father was like, um, uh, like, which Methodist. was important for him to say yeah, just was, to be like, Hey, exactly. we're all the same here. Yeah. I am really glad he said that. Yeah. He was like, my, I, like my father's like a minister. Like he comes like he's religious and he comes from a religious family where his like father was like a leader in like their, um, church. So I'm really glad that he said that. Cause it, it, it was a good point. Yeah. No, no, he's not. He's just a lawyer. I think he's just a regular citizen who was like trying to give his input. Oh, wow. Okay. The next thing I'm going to talk about is something um, in regards to Real Housewives of Dallas. So there's been a video that's come out of Brandy Redmond's husband, Brian, cheating on her. So I thought this was recent. I'm like, he's like in a club making out with a girl. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like it's COVID, but it's from 2018, which is like another thing. How do these people, this always happens. I think this happened with like Tristan Thompson, like other people, like you, people have videos and they like, hold on to them and like release them at like weird times. Yeah, this is from is two weird. years ago. I wonder if they like have them and then they like sell them to like TMZ and stuff. Yeah, but they could have sold it yeah. too. She's been on the show for five seasons. I don't know. They could have been sold it. Yeah. Anyway, so this video, I guess it's from 2018. He's in the club like, not even in a corner, not even, like, at a table. He's in the middle of, like, maybe he's by his table. He's standing up. You could clearly see it's him. And he's making out with this woman. Like, they're, like, embracing each other in a conversation. Then they start making out. So, like, it looks like it's not, like, a super random stranger. So, yeah. that was interesting. <laughs> looks like they know each other. Yeah. Like, yeah, y'all met before. Yeah. yeah. You didn't be here today. This is not the first No, time. they were, like, hella comfortable with each other. Yeah. You know, you know, like, uh, oh, this is my first time making out with this person. Yeah. I just met them. Versus, like, a... You know, like we we've kissed before. We yeah. know how we know how our heads move together. Yeah. We know the way our oh, necks and our move. Like you 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 felt this tongue before. Okay, yeah. so okay, you can stop. <laughs> okay, so the so he's making out with this chick in the middle of the club, and like, oh, okay. so how old is he? Why is he in the club? <laughs> right, um, like, good point. Uh, isn't he like? Yeah, he's like forties. Oh, okay. like in his forties, like forty four. No, is he in his forties? They're like the Dallas is the youngest, like from the franchises. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, I would say he's forty. Okay. He could be a forty year old man. I thought he was a little. I bit hope older. he's forty because if yeah. he's not forty, then like he's a really old thirty year old look man. Yeah. Anyway, so so this comes out right, and then now there's alleged rumors that Brandy has also cheated on him. Um, oh. this is all weird to me because they just had another baby. Okay. So they have that two girls, baby. they adopted a boy, and now they had another girl. Like, just now. So, like, uh, uh, I mean, it's good to know they're still having sex and they're into each other, but, like, damn, okay? Maybe they just, they are both, no, and okay with it. Maybe, but they're super religious. So this is what, where, what's really People weird. are so No, but Lena, Lena, Lena. Oh, my like, God, Lena, I'm rolling my This eyes. last episode, this episode that's coming out this week, one of the girls literally calls her, like, a, a cafeteria Christian. Like, they're so... Like she's she like she like read like she'll tell you any scripture from the Bible. She's like, oh my god, like you're shaman, like if that's demonic, like super, I know, but super, I just, like, super. Need to point out, people can be so religious. Oh, I know. But like they don't, but they still do things that they that they want. Like they, they think it's okay. Like they make excuses for being okay. Or yeah, or like they would judge other people for, but they do it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Maybe they maybe she did it. These rumors about her are alleged. There's no mm. proof. It's like, oh. I, and honestly, it's very steep. Like the ones about her. Like I read some of them. I'm like, mm, I don't think this is real. Like honestly, it doesn't even seem like real. But anyway, the point is this: if you're gonna cheat, please, at least don't do it in a club where people see you. And by the way, if you're Joe Schmo down the street, go for it. Do it in the supermarket. Like. Live your life, bro. Like, do whatever you want to do because don't nobody know you, Joe Schmo. You, Mr. Fucking Brian Redman, like, your wife is on a show. It is a huge, it's a, it's a super popular show. You're on the show with her. People know what you look like. At this point, it's kind of, like, reckless, but it's also fucking disrespectful. Like, don't let people, don't give people an opportunity to, like, talk about her. You know what I mean? Like, talk shit about her. Like, know this information about her. It's fucking embarrassing. I wonder if these people, like, they don't think they're that famous. Because, I don't think he thinks, because you yeah, have to think about it. Like, I don't let's think, think about a context of a yeah. club, okay? It's dark, first of all. Like, it's a dark club, right? And you are in a crowd full of a bunch of people. So you're not thinking that, like, anyone's really going to, like, recognize you. There's some people, and you don't think anyone's paying attention. You think everyone's drunk. Yeah. I do their thing. On top of that, he's not that recognizable. Like, yeah. he's really not. He's not a husband that's 
on he's not this is not this is not fucking joe gorga on real housewives of new jersey who is beloved oh yeah and I is on every seat and yeah. on every episode and he really could just have his own show and like we fucking die for joe gorga this is not that this is a man that if i saw walking down the street i might glance because i'm like oh, he kind of looks like brian redmond but like i didn't even know his name until the article came yeah. out he probably doesn't think he's that big and like that he's not gonna get caught yeah but like we see you, bro. Yeah. It's like hella disrespectful. It's risky. It's, it's risky. It's really risky because like you are like on a it's cable risky. TV it's network. It's risky. It's like it's all, all the things. It. It's reckless. It's just fucked up. Yeah. Disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Like. I wonder like it's so odd to me that all of a sudden these allegations come out about her. Like that's a little sus. So. Just Actually, because they came out about him, like right, and that's did someone weird too. like leak some fake. Shit? I think somebody contacted them, was like, "Hey, we're releasing this information. Do you have a comment?" Because about like a week ago, they kind of put this. She put this like cryptic like message on her Instagram, kind of insinuating that she was no longer going to be on the show. Mm. She didn't say it, but she was kind of like, "Oh, this chapter of my life, whatever." So I wonder if they already knew that it was going to come out. If you're going to cheat, bro, just do it right. Men are so sloppy, and I always say this. Women never get caught. And if a woman got caught cheating, it's because she wanted to get caught. And I stand by that. Women are smart. They are better at this. We're better at everything. You think we're going to be better at cheating? No. The only reason a woman gets caught is because she wants to get caught. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be as stupid, though. She doesn't want to say it's over. But Do you know how like... many women cheat and you never hear about a woman cheating in like with like celebrity couples or like any of this shit? You like never hear uh, it. Yeah, I guess You that's never true. hear it. It's always the yeah. men. You think these bitches are out here cheating? I don't know. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> they're out here. And why don't we hear about it? Because they're smart. They're smart. So like men, like. Don't be stupid. Just, just lazy. Just lazy. Just do better. Just do better. And like, don't fucking embarrass your wife who's on national television. Yeah. Like, stupid. Anyway, <clears throat> the last thing we're going to talk about is just really just sad and unfortunate news. This 21-year-old man slash terrorist named uh, Robert Aaron Long drove around Georgia, Atlanta area to three spas and murdered eight people. Um, so he specifically targeted... Uh, these spas where Asian women worked. Um, Six of the eight people who died were Asian women. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so let me read this to you guys really quickly. So according to USA Today, the suspect in the fatal shootings at three Georgia spas has told authorities he blamed the massage business for providing an outlet for his addiction to sex. Robert Aaron Long viewed the spas as a temptation that he wanted to eliminate, according to a Cherokee County Sheriff's Office spokesman. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom said that the spas were not on police's radar. As far as we know, in Atlanta, they are legally operated, uh, operating businesses. Yet early signs indicate the business may not have been entirely above board, leaving the women working there particularly vulnerable to abuse and violence. All three spas are listed on Rub Maps, an erotic review site that allows users to search for and review illicit massage parlors. The site is the most popular of its kind where buyers who call themselves hobbyists or mongers looking for sex go to find and share information according to a study by Polaris, a nonprofit group that operates the National Human Trafficking Hotline. Basically, allegedly, these spas um, have uh, a service on their menu that offers what we i guess would call a happy ending right so um and he is claiming that he went to these three spas because this man has a sex addiction and he has been in rehab for it and he needs to eliminate this threat to his sex addiction by going into these spas and eliminating them meaning killing the people that work there um it's like fucking weird and sick and like, like are you gonna go to all the spas and eliminate apparently he was driving to florida yeah i know i reread that yesterday so clearly he's like sick this i just feel like it's such a excuse um we like me and milana were talking about it yesterday like this is like the narrative that his lawyer is trying to push out so it's not like a hate crime because this is like you're targeting like asian spas asian women like this is a hate crime against the asian community he's a white like, look at his picture. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, you are the definition of, like, to yeah. me, a white terrorist. And, like, this is another act of violence from, like, white supremacy. But 
He wants to say it's sex addiction and he's eliminating temptations. It's yeah, like- to me, it, it is exactly what it looks like. It looks like a hate crime. I totally agree with you. Um, if you want to claim that it's not, okay? Like, if that's the road that you want to go down, okay. It doesn't change the fact that hate crimes targeting Asian Americans in this country has increased in some u.s cities since covid started so this is very fucking real there's elderly women that are being attacked in san francisco like by younger white men like on the streets i mean like shit is happening all over this fucking country and it's been happening not only with like taunting and like words it's like physical abuse and harassment and it's fucking sick and actually lena before i continue you can share what you i was at the park near my house and i live in arcadia which is like a a predominantly Asian community. A lot of Asians immigrated and live in Arcadia. So um, I was at the park and this white young like man, maybe like they were all like in their 20s was chasing, like running after two like younger Asian men, like again, like in their 20s and was like bullying uh, them. He was bullying them, taunting them, was talking about like like derogatory like Asian remarks and oh you guys eat dogs and was making fun of their language and like mocking the way that they speak and I was literally standing there like in shock like I've never seen anything like that before like yeah I've never I've never seen an act of harassment like that and I was like in shock I didn't know like what to do but I literally and it was just such an eye-opening moment because I saw it like with my own eyes and like then like two weeks later this happened and I've been aware and I've been seeing that it's been happening a lot Mm -hmm. and it's just like crazy I don't like again me and Milana were talking about like this just didn't come out of nowhere this is like yeah the effects of having a president of four years who was like spewing racist things to all different like types of minorities and communities like calling it like covid like the china virus like what what was the other Kung name? flu and Kung like flu like what it like like it's a joke until it's not like what the yeah, fuck it's like, not a joke no like, it's, it's not a joke at all but he's make there people say these things they yeah. make it seem like it's a joke like it's funny like yes it's we fucking, all know where it originated yeah. from you're gonna you're gonna blame a community of a bill like of a million plus people like millions of people because of like this one thing like it's not every Chinese Asian person's fault that COVID exists. Like you, and the majority of these women, I think, were Korean. Yeah, they were Korean, but but to white supremacists, they're all the same. Exactly. Like they they don't differentiate between like where they, what countries they're from, what languages they speak, anything. There's no respect or dignity given at all. So yeah, that's what happens when you elect a president of four years who spews this racist like remarks and now people think that they're it's okay these are the after effects and like words fucking matter like words matter it's they're so important like rhetoric words like we say this over and over again like you have a person who's going to celebrate these fucking people in virginia calling them like these are very good people who are literally running over and killing like innocent protesters like this is these are the things that allow for these horrible fucking terrorists or whatever you want to call these people to come out of the woodworks and behave in this way it's like you have somebody who's basically like giving you the opportunity or giving you the ability to do that right by saying these things i'm not i'm not necessarily blaming trump or saying it's his fault but these are this these are the results of when we use these words and you like misuse our words and and fucking careless yeah are careless Mm -hmm. like these like these stereotypes that exist like this is just sick like and honestly Whatever, whatever, go ahead. I was just going to say also we do, like, we criticize, like, politicians and things like especially Trump um, a lot on this podcast, but it's also, like, the media. And all these people in power who, like, try to, uh, another part of it is, like, one thing is, like, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you know, instigating it, giving these people a voice. But the other part is, like, when stuff like this happens, it's, it's the words that we use afterwards. Like we said, the media, the this, the that. Let's talk about the sheriff. Like, what did he say? He said that the guy, he said that this man was pretty much fed up and at the end of his rope and he was having a bad day. I mean, you fucking kidding me. I was so mad. Me and I'm like, Milana this is a on- bad joke. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, he just said this man is having a bad day. And people's tweets were like, when I have a bad day, I lay in bed and eat chocolate. Yeah. Like, 
we were on Zoom and I was getting like so mad. Like, I don't understand like why you're not like fired after you say something like that. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, like he didn't say anything that bad. It's not about exactly what he said. It's about the mindset that's behind yeah. you being able to say something like yeah. that. You're not right for this position. No. If you think mm-hmm. that because you're also a white man and you're reporting on a white man murdering eight people, six being of Asian women, and you can like fix your mouth to say, oh, he was having a bad day and he was at the end of his rope. What does being at the end of his rope have to do with murdering other people? I wonder, like, but the thing is like, like but, you should just but be we know fired. why. We know why he said that. Because, because he's fucking racist himself. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. He, and it's and it's also like it's inherent racism. Yeah. Where people are like, even you're talking about the girl on the bachelor. Like they don't. And I'm not saying she's racist, but I don't like, think she's racist. Yeah, like yeah. when you like when when you say something ignorant. like that. Yeah, it's like ignorance and like you're inherently yeah. racist in a way that you're not able to admit and learn that you think that like it's okay for a white man because you understand being a white man. Like, oh, I get it. Like he just had a bad day, and then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did, and he said, and he did what he did. It's like, why are you talking this way? Like, like yeah, like he did what, what he what did. He he was did the, like, like what? as if he just walked around yeah, and look. like he did nothing. Like, what do you mean? This is like a mass murder. What are you talking about, sir? How are you the sheriff, the county, the uh, sheriff of this county? Yeah. How did you get the job? And like, again, like, they don't who know how to like. did you have to blow to get yeah, this job? This because this said. is like, no way like you just got like, this job. And the way they're spinning this story is so like, now they're like attacking the establishments and the guy has like a sex addiction. I was literally looking, I'm like, we, this is such a joke. Like, it's so yeah, sad. Yeah, like, let's like, talk about the problem Yeah, here, like you're taking the murders evident. of these people yeah. and like this overarching like Asian hate crimes happening and you're like making it about like sex and and spas and and <laughs> happy endings it's like this is Ugh. like this is disgraceful yeah. like I'm sorry like it was it's a to, fucking joke like to read all those articles I was like in shock it's like is this real or is this a movie like what are we yeah, what world like, are we living what in is this yeah what like anyway like, it's very unfortunate and you know condolences to the families it sucks it's fucked up and i hope that yeah they say what it is and that he's charged for hate crime and not just like for the eight murders like i hope that they make that stick because that's what it is all right i think we're gonna move on to the dropping gem segment so um this week's dropping gem segment was inspired by the oh so spiteful uh actions of mr pierce morgan um, so a little bit of a backstory. Um, apparently Pierce Morgan went to get drinks with, um, or dinner with Meghan Markle, uh, back in like 2016, I think. Uh, I believe it was platonic. He then followed, he initially had followed her on Twitter back in like 2016. He was a fan of her show Suits that she was on. Um, after they met a few months later, um, she, news came out that she was dating Prince Harry. So she met up with Pierce Morgan had drinks or dinner. Then news came out that she was meeting up with Prince Harry. Again, I think her meeting with Pierce Morgan was more like platonic because he said he was a fan of Suits and she was in, you know, the UK at the time. And that's how that happened. So initially he was supporting their relationship. He said that um, when they got engaged, he said that she would make the perfect princess or duchess. Um, but when he got when they got married and he wasn't invited to the wedding, he completely changed his opinion of her. He said that she was playing an Oscar award winning role on her wedding day um he talked about like the problems with her beliefs and her feminism and the charity work that she decided to do he gave her estranged father a platform to discuss their relationship and spread lies um he said in se- he did several interviews about how they met and he like criticized her endlessly and he kept doing it so recently, this time when he criticized her about the Oprah interview, so that she lied about everything, which is a bold fucking statement, uh, when someone is going on, you know, national television with Oprah, sitting down and saying that they wanted to end their life, they were depressed, and then you, Pierce Morgan, are gonna go on your show, Good Morning Britain, and you're gonna say that she lied about everything. Like that's just next level. So when his um, co-host called him out on it and said, like, you're Basically, his co-host basically said, you're petty, you're spiteful, you're mad that you she didn't like you or you didn't get your way, whatever the fuck you wanted out of the situation didn't work out for you, and now this is how you've been retaliating um, about her. Because initially, he praised her. 
and she didn't deserve that no, deserve it of like, course I, yeah. well 100 she didn't deserve yeah, it. she I didn't do anything he, to him but in his yeah. mind she didn't invite him to the wedding and like after she met oh prince harry God. she like basically ghosted him that's basically what he's saying who are you again who why do you? you think you deserve yes. everything under the sun like, exactly men think that like they're owed all of this extra stuff like she, she doesn't owe you shit bro shit, bro bro nothing like sit down like your ego is way too high yeah yeah and maybe her man was like don't talk to him yeah, exactly. weird. like, like what do you right. mean like it, whether it was a date yeah. i wonder if it was like business related I, I think it was just like hey i like i'm a, i'm in town like we're twitter friends we're both like on television like let's have like whatever like drinks it's and again a, why can't it just be that exactly. he had to make it this huge ass he could have just left it at the yeah. drinks um and it's like if you went on like like a date with her like why do you think you're gonna be invited to I her think he wedding? was married at the time i don't think it's it was a so, date it's okay. weird the whole thing yeah. is weird but he's, he's just spiteful so odd. he's spiteful and he's like not like he's not like hiding it He's yeah, not it's, it's embarrassing. It's like, embarrassing. You look like a little boy. Like you look like you're not a grown man He's who can like <laughs> handle himself and his emotions. Look here, there's this, there's a narrative that women are crazy, that women yeah. are the spiteful ones, that women don't know how to act when they're hurt. Like you know, we always hear like a scorned woman. Like mm-hmm. this is this is like there's this narrative about women, but we don't talk about men because men are really the worst. Like. Men, when they're, they're mad yeah. and they want to be spiteful, they fucking take it to a whole yeah. other level. Um, and, and they hit hard. Oh, and they, they hit, hit it where hard it and they, yeah. they're disrespectful. Yeah. Like, it's really some shit. And I, you know, this whole this whole thing with Pierce Morgan made me think about my personal experiences with spite. And I was like, have I ever been spiteful like that? And I honestly can tell you, I don't believe I have. I really sit down and think about all of the things that I have done in my life. And I'm like, have I ever been spiteful? And I don't think that I have. It's just not not like in me. No. And I would share it with you guys. Like, look, five years ago, I would some fuck shit. Like I, I would, I wouldn't mind. It's an energy. Like you have to live in that space to do that. And there's a difference between doing something like when you're hurt or saying something you Mm -hmm. don't mean. And like really like planning something like spiteful yeah. or like continuously doing spiteful things. Yes. But I have had done it. I've had it done to me and I decided to talk about it here because I think that it's important to share my experiences because I think that, um, people can learn from them. I don't know how much you can learn from this. Maybe don't be him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or don't act like this. Don't act like this. So I dated this guy like six to seven years ago. It was like a long distance relationship. He was from the East coast. I'll leave it there. Um, and it was long distance and he would fly out here. We would see each other, um, you know, at least once a month for, you know, a couple of days. Uh, one time we met up like in Texas. So I saw this guy, you know, several times throughout our dating, we were not in an official relationship and he kept pushing for one. He kept asking me to be his girlfriend. I wasn't ready to be like, Hey, like this is my boyfriend. I don't know why I just wasn't ready to call him that, but he basically was like, we were mm-hmm. committed to each other. Neither of us were dating anybody else. We spoke on the phone multiple times a day. We saw each other. It was like, we had like that kind of relationship, but we didn't, without the title, we didn't put a title on it because I don't know. I just like, it was long distance. Like, I don't know. I just wasn't ready to be like, this is my boyfriend, but everything else was there. And I wasn't seeing anyone else and I had no desire to see anyone else. So he kept pushing for it, kept pushing for it. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I go to Spain for my friend's bachelorette party. And while I'm there, he apparently was on his last, what? Leg. Leg of this for me. He was like, I'm done. He broke up with me while I was in Spain. Broke up with me and I put in quotes because we weren't together. But he was like, I'm done with this. Like, you don't want to be my girlfriend. Like, I've had enough. I've tried for months to be with you. You don't want to be with me. Blah, 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 blah. So he fucking ruins my trip. We get in a fight. He ruins my entire trip. Um... And I'm, like, sad. I'm, like, no, like, please. Like, okay, fine. I'll be your girlfriend. Like, I gave in, right? I'm, like, no, no, I'll be your girlfriend. Like, if you want me to be your girlfriend, he's, like, it's too late. I'm, like, damn. Like, okay. So my trip is ruined. I'm sad. I get back, and I'm, like, still trying to communicate with him. He's, like, not really fucking with me, but, like, kind of. I write him this closure letter. Milana loves a closure letter. I love it. And I never give it to people. You gave it to one person. Who, Romel? Yeah. Bitch, that was a breakup letter. That was a closure letter. Oh. Well, this is a letter. <laughs> no, no. Yes. So I've, I've written several closure letters mm-hmm. that I have not given yeah. to people. I think it's very healthy. I think it's such a good thing to do. Yeah. So I, I write him this closure letter and I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait until my birthday to give it to him because my birthday was in like two weeks, three weeks. I was like, I'm going to wait till my birthday. See how he acts. Maybe he'll come around because like he was going to come out here for my birthday. But at this point, we're like, quote unquote, broken up, right? It's over. 
So I write him this closure letter and it's my, my birthday comes around, right? And I'm like waiting for him to say happy birthday to me because like clearly like you're obsessed with me and like, no, you're not because you're mad at me because I don't want to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever. My birthday comes around. Mind you, he's on the East Coast, okay? 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on my birthday on his Twitter, he posts a photograph of him laying down without a shirt and a girl sitting on top of him holding the phone down so you can't see her face but you can see her sitting on top of him it's overhead the photos from overhead that she's taking with her like her arms in the air so you can only see like a part of her hair you see her boobs and then you see him laying down and she's sitting on top of him and he is shirtless and he decides to post this photo with no fucking words no words 8 a.m on my birthday on twitter you know i'm gonna see it you know it's my birthday and you strategically posted it at 8 a.m. so that my entire day could be fucked. You piece of shit, okay? So I am now so sad, whatever, and I'm like, fuck him. Like, I'm not giving him my closure letter. Like, at that point, by the way, like, this is a topic for another day, but not everyone deserves closure and not everyone owes you closure. And that's very important. If you can't get closure that you need from somebody you have to find it for yourself mm -hmm. and you never you don't have to give everyone closure you can do what i have done several times which is write a letter and either throw it away or keep it or rip it or whatever you need to do you don't have to give it to the person but if you need closure that is a great way to do it just get it down on paper so i never gave him the closure letter i could have been spiteful in return i could have done many things to you know be spiteful to him i could have posted my own photos i could have hit him up and said something. I could have done a lot of things. I could have posted up our personal information. I could have done a lot of shit, right? I had his credit card information. I could have done a lot of things with a lot of... Buy yourself of, a birthday gift. Buy myself a birthday gift. Just fucking transferred all the money to me. I could have done so many things to him, okay? I had his address. I had his mother's phone number. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many things I could have done to him to be spiteful in return, but why, guys? What does that solve? What is what does two people being angry, malicious, intentionally trying to hurt one another, what does that solve? Always ask yourself, who do you want to be in the world? I always, when I make a decision, I stop and I think to myself, before I say something, before I do something, who do I want to be in this world? Do I want to be a person who hurts people because I am hurt? And mm -hmm. I know we hear this all the time, like hurt people hurt people. And like, it's true. He was hurt. He thought he felt unwanted by me. He didn't feel good enough for me. He expressed all of this to me months later. Or actually, like, years later, he moved to Los Angeles. He ended up living, like, 10 minutes from me. He moves to L.A. He asks, to, asks me to reconnect for lunch. I said, sure, because I'm a very forgiving person. I forgave him the day he posted it because I was mad. And then I was like, I'm good. Like, this is all I needed to keep my closure letter to myself. This is why mm -hmm. I did not send that man my closure letter. Um, I forgave him a long time ago. I don't. I, I never hold anything for anyone. No grudges. No nothing. I don't give a fuck because I am. My channels are clear. Like I am not blocked. Mm -hmm. I have no hate for anyone. Mm -hmm. So he asks me to recon reconnect. We reconnect. He tells me that this girl ends up being a psycho. Uh, hmm. She's called the cops on him several times. She ends up trapping him. They end up having a kid together, and he fucking hates her guts. So I'm just sitting there like looking at him like I didn't have to do a damn thing. Yeah. I didn't have to do a damn thing back to you. And he admitted that he was spiteful to me. He used he used the word himself. Yeah. I didn't even have to say it. He admitted that he was wrong and he hates, you know, he hated the way that everything happened. But he also admitted to me that he didn't feel good enough because I wouldn't be in a relationship with him. He did feel that, um, you know, he, he felt a lot of he felt really hurt. He was hurt throughout our situation because he didn't feel wanted and he didn't feel wanted because I wouldn't call him my boyfriend because I for whatever reason and I understood that and I understand and that's why I was able to forgive him I understand why he went to such great lengths to do what he did and I know to some people it might not seem like a big deal because people are have experienced spite in different ways their car has been keyed their Bank accounts have been fucking, you know, wiped down to zero. They have been locked out of their houses. Their clothes have been burned. I mean, there's so many mm -hmm. things that have happened to people that are, like, obviously on a way different scale. But this is this was painful for me in a different way. These aren't, like, objects and stuff. You are now using another woman 
weeks after we ended our situation to make me sad on the one day that I'm supposed to be happy. So like this affected me in like obviously a different way. Um, and he really did go through great lengths to do what he did to post yeah. that. That was not, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. was, it was, I was going to yeah. say, it sounded like the, re- when you're like, Oh, I don't know why I didn't want him to be my boyfriend. You had like a feeling like maybe this person wasn't right for you or like definitely had that feeling. Yeah. So like you kind of had some sort of intuition yeah. to the, to him and the situation. Maybe he wasn't mature enough or there was something that wasn't there. Yeah. I don't think that that's like uh, an accident. Or... No, it's not. You're right. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. I don't, I, cause I can't really pinpoint and tell yeah, you, you why put your finger on I didn't it. want, I didn't want to call him my boyfriend, even though we were basically acting like we were in a relationship. Yeah. I can't really tell you why I never went through with it. And I guess you're right. Like in the back of my mind, I knew something. Yeah. Something was, um, wrong. yeah. So I just wanted to share my experience about, you know, spiteful don't behavior. Be spiteful, people. Um, think before you talk, think before you before talk, you think before you do, like it really makes you look bad at the end of the day when you behave in this way because like the only person walking out of this that looked bad was him and who mm-hmm. like if you believe in karma whew, you know yeah because she didn't she wasn't a peach so yeah. yeah that's all i have thank you guys for listening um we'll be back next monday for the next couple of mondays until we're kind of like we need to pause but uh thank you for listening um uh, make sure to subscribe leave a rating and a review on podcast audio apps make sure to give this video a thumbs up and subscribe on youtube um, and make sure to follow me at starring milana follow lena at lena noraldine and our production company at noir notebook productions and we'll be back next week